Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 541 of the Drunk Church Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and join me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? I'll tell you what, man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Work week finally finished. Finally got the keys to the store itself, so I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, today was my uh, supervisor's last day and stuff, and as a result, since I am replacing him in his position and stuff i got the keys i finally have this responsibility that i got to go forth and uh maintain especially when i know my boss is going to be taking some time off due to uh family matters and stuff like that so it's like give me some more training here and there but other than that other than that man i've been having a fun time playing bits of games when i can like i purchased an xbox series s I finally purchased a Series S. I got it at a pawn shop of all places. Got it for cheaper than what you would initially would. And the kicker about it is it's hardly ever been used. It literally looks like it's only been used for like maybe streaming apps, maybe YouTube or Twitch or whatsoever. And the controller itself, I had to clean a bit because there was dust and grime and like there was literally like dirt and stuff like that wedge between the seams yeah. so i had to literally go forth and chip away at the clerk like the clogging like clumps of like sweat and whatever the hell that was inside the seams of this controller with a toothpick never a fun experience doing that stuff by the way especially when you know it's not your own but uh oh boy yeah i downloaded hi-fi rush as a result because Hot that damn. one that was one of the games I wanted to try out anyway since that. Well, and uh, I demanded it, too. What's that... not? Well, yeah, you were definitely encouraging me to play through this game, so I know that I wanted to get that under wraps. I, at least I want to get that started. Yeah, I have your address. It... Keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, the funny part about it is, yes, you do. But uh... <laughs> You said it to me by accident, so... <laughs> I know. I will use it I in know. threats I, when I that, necessary. Like... <laughs> I did it like three years ago. And you it still it like was like that. a year ago, and I'm not gonna let it go. No, I mean you, you did make the mistake. I did send you a t-shirt, so yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Which I still have somewhere here. <laughs> Son of a bitch, that was very important. That was a gift. You have to. You're supposed to wear it every week. <laughs> oh, you, I'm just keeping it for like special occasions. <laughs> I think he has a game coming out soon, so maybe you can put it on then. Oh boy. But uh, anyway, other than the whole Series S stuff and the Hi-Fi Rush start and stuff, I also did purchase Lightfall for the expansion for Destiny 2 because, for one, I wanted to at least play through the new expansion, see how that is and stuff. Probably going to do similar to what I did with the last expansion was probably play through the story, maybe play a couple things, and we'll just see how the expansion stuff goes. But uh, other than that, though, other than that, though, you know, it's just been like, playing little things here and there and stuff of watching Twitch or watching like YouTube or some mostly just watching Maximilian dude streams mm. and stuff like that with him and his Very cool. whole forays and stuff. But how have you been doing Tyler? Oh, doing all right. You know, <sighs> hope that picked up on the mic doing better. Now it's cracked open another, uh, Gable here. You're going to Gable. Um, <laughs> so I a whole 12 pack. So, uh, I'm going to drink them. Usually I drink two beers before the show and I drink two during the show. So, I got another week's worth of this going on, so uh, prepare people. Um, but yeah, no, I'm doing all right. You know, uh, it's been it's been uh, kind of weird the last few weeks. Uh, work has kind of 
gone back, gone not back for the first time since I've been there uh, to a normal like work schedule. So uh, it's been kind of nice actually having like some some like real like you you have these weeks every now and again where it's like ah oh, it's a little slower this week cool but like it's actually been like consistently like normal like you know I'm doing like 40 45 hours a week and that's been pretty nice. Yes. So, um, first time I've had that in like. I mean, it's been like a month now of this almost. Uh, first time I had this since like I would say like summer 2018, so nearly five years. So uh, it's kind of weird. I'm like, what what did I do before? Where I'm not trying to like, you know, because like I I don't get me wrong, uh, single guy live by myself, have a lot more free time than most people, but uh, mm, yes. not used to. But usually I feel like I'm always trying to cram shit into like the weekends or stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's been kind of nice. Like uh having that work-life balance here i'm like oh this is what this would be like this is nice i can like financially it sucks but like i'm otherwise it's it's pretty nice um but yeah no i'm doing pretty good overall you know just cracked a beer uh talking video games with you gables always i always enjoy mm-hmm. so it's always one of my highlights of the week probably actually my highlight of the week um but um <laughs> yeah no i'm doing all right though can't can't really complain too much you know um feeling pretty good mental health wise getting nicer out so that always helps too starting to see the sun a little bit more. It's been like in the like forties and fifties this week. Um, hey. so it's always nice. You know, you, you turn off the depressing music and then you turn on like the, the, like, like more upbeat music. So I've been like singing a lot more in the car while I'm at work lately. And, um, mm. so it's been nice. It's been good. Uh, you know, the sun, it, the sun's been up past like four 30. That's nice. Take that. It's been like going out. It's going to like six 30. I don't know. Gables. I'm feeling pretty good. And I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I don't understand this feeling. I don't like it. I, I don't get me wrong. I do like it. It's just an unfamiliar feeling. It's been five years of darkness, Gables, and uh, feeling pretty decent right now. Also, uh, Wolong came out, and uh, that's been pretty awesome. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, if you are wondering what the fuck the point of this podcast is, this is actually a video game podcast, believe it or not. Yes. Where Gables and I get together for nearly 10 years now, Gables. 10 years uh, this Memorial Day. Imagine, whew, boy, we're old. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, every week we get together. Usually on Saturday night. Typically we'll live, live stream. It's a little late though. It's uh, it's like eleven o'clock here on Saturday night. So I figured we should record it. But you know, obviously, if you're watching this, it goes up Sunday morning. But typically we live stream it on YouTube. Uh, so if you are a you know if you're watching this on audio, watching it later, please subscribe, like, follow, five stars. Leave comments, share with your friends. Really appreciate if you do all that for us. All the links to everything, our socials, uh, podcast services that we're on, um, you know, YouTube, all that are actually down in the description below. So please go in there and click on it. Like I said, you know, more you guys do all that, share it, like it, five star it, all that stuff. Uh, more it really helps us out. So uh, we really, really would appreciate it if you did that for us. But Gables. Jumping yes. some of the news this week. It's kind of a weird news this news week going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Pokemon presents Gables. Yes, we did. And on uh, Monday. yeah, so we talked about last week what we thought was going to be there. We're like bare minimum Pokemon Stadium, uh, Gen ones coming to uh, Nintendo Online uh, services. Like that's the worst case scenario, Gables. Right? Worst case that happens, right? That was like the borderline things that we would have thought would have been presented and stuff. But, oh, man, where we were on. <laughs> man, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I would take that <laughs> 10 times out of 10 compared to this fucking piece of shit. Um, 
we had uh, it's about 25 minutes long thank god um felt like an hour uh it was funny you and i were talking before the show uh, about news this week and you and i both have the same reaction holy fuck that pokemon presents was this week and it was yeah it feels like a year ago um it was a monday but uh i i ended up you know i watched it later in the evening i went unspoiled stayed off the internet all day because uh, yep. uh, yeah i didn't want to be spoiled because i'm like oh man i want it like it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a good time i asked you like I got home from work. And I'm like, is this worth live reacting to? And you're like, no. I'm like, fuck. Okay, how bad is it? I'm like, did they only announce Gen 1? Like, well, how bad could it be? It was so much worse, Gable. So much worse. Um, started off, we didn't even get like an awesome, like we usually get that, that, that awesome, cool, like uh, look back into like the history of Pokemon. We got like a cool little yeah. opening thing. We didn't get shit, Gables. We got a weird no. looking fucking Pikachu that's going to murder us all in Pokemon sleep. That's what we got. That weird Megan looking motherfucker. Um, anyways, Pokemon World Championships are coming to Japan for the first time this August. Um, what the fucking do? Pokemon Trading Card Game Classic is coming. Um, so it's coming like a... I, from what I understand, like it all, it's like a big pack that you buy. Um, it's not like packs of cards. It's like one big box set. And it's not yeah. just Gen One. It's like the a bunch of different generations, but it's like the the, the best of the best, it's like the greatest hits of Pokemon cards. Um, look really cool. Like it looks really sleek. They said it's like it's it's a higher quality card. Um, I, th- I think some of the they they haven't announced anything. They said it's coming late this year. Um, but yes. uh, some of the stuff I'm hearing out there, it's gonna be anywhere from two hundred fifty to four hundred dollars for this fucking thing. Um, how much again? Two hundred fifty to four hundred dollars. Oh fuck that shit. Yeah, so it hasn't been confirmed. <laughs> That's been some of the reports I've seen out there. But take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but I mean, it looks cool. Um, I would love to have this thing. I fortunately never use it. Uh, but uh, you know, I grew up obviously like you and I, both big Pokemon fans. We were of that age when I first launched. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, prices. If I don't know, obviously. 254 is hard to hard put price aside like i would definitely be yes. like pumped to like buy into this thing if it was like 100 bucks i'd be like okay yeah just I'll, 100 bucks i'm in um but i don't know gables like how are you feeling about like this as a like the idea is awesome i love the idea yes. you can't I, I don't hate the idea like but the price point scares me <laughs> what about you uh, honestly this is like a luxury item for the special few that are that hardcore and dedicated that they will want to get this and we all know what's going to happen this is going to be incredibly scarce and it's going to drive up the secondhand market for these items in general i didn't even think about that fucking right think about it if they're paying anywhere between two to four hundred they're going to be scalping it for about six to eight hundred guaranteed dude no this thing isn't going for more like a thousand nowadays what the way scalping has been i mean you always got to add i mean minimum two hundred percent price increase yeah you're looking at yeah 800 bucks yeah you're right i don't know fuck man let me think about that and come to think of it you know it's like it's a it's like a quality term of like box and like mat and like cards and stuff like that from what is supposed to be representative of like some of the best things for like uh, the pokemon trading card game at this point you know it's you don't get too many high quality like say like present that like high quality packages of like say Pokemon trading cards necessarily. I mean, yes, there have been sets that have 
least in the past, that have had like play mats and stuff that are good quality, like material and this and that. You've had good solid like sets that have the little the box sets and stuff, the little little counters or some little like uh, screen protectors and all this other yeah. stuff. But this is like a quality package in and of itself. It looked like it has a professional mat. It looks like it has professional this and that, you know, to where it's more than likely going to be that type of product to where it's it's going to immediately sell out because there's not going to be so much of availability. This is aimed by the Pokemon company as a luxury product. And as, as a result and stuff, this is not something that any average person is going to get. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even think about that as an option. Uh, you're right. I, I Yeah, I didn't even... That's just first thing I should have thought of, um, and I didn't. Uh, you're right. That thing is, you're right. They're not gonna make it nearly enough as they should. Um, mm. It's gonna be extremely expensive already, and they're not gonna make nearly as many as they should. And the people that actually want it are gonna spend an asinine amount of money to actually get it. So. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. That sucks. That's really sad. Because uh, yeah, this like this thing. That thing is like built for you and I. Uh, yes, it is. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm already out just from the work. Like, even this thing was like 50 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm already out because <laughs> the amount of work it's gonna take to try to get this <laughs> fucking thing is gonna be stupid. Uh, it's not worth it. Um, next up, though, they did announce a uh, a project with Netflix called Pokemon Concierge. Uh, it's yeah. like a stop motion animated uh, show. Like, you see a, a girl with a Psyduck, and like they work in like a uh, like a hotel or concierge. Uh, you have her name is uh, Heru, Heru, I want to say. Uh, but yeah, we didn't really get any like anything besides uh, the girl and the side duck walking on a beach. So uh, I made a joke on Twitter about White Lotus. Uh, then apparently everybody else made that joke already. So I'm not as funny as I thought I was when I made the joke. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm whatever. I'll wait for a trailer, I guess. Stop motion is not my thing. What about you? Honestly, it does have some fun potential stuff. I mean, I have been enjoying some bit of the animated animated shorts that the Pokemon company's been putting out in regards to with their collaborations with different like production companies and obviously Netflix. They've had deals with Netflix before in order to showcase some bit of their episodes and stuff yeah. like that, plus other movies and stuff they've released. Don't they have to... So seeing a... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead and finish. I'll ask later. But like I was saying, with... Uh... With this project they introduced and stuff, I'm kind of interested in seeing that, you know, because it's something different. It's not like akin to some of the stuff we've already seen previously. So, yeah. But, but I think Netflix actually has, like, the rights to the um, the TV, like, the animated show right now. For most of it. Yeah, like, the, the newer they're... episodes, right? I think maybe the newer episodes of it. I mean... There are some past episodes they do yeah. have, like, their showcase. They can showcase in their thing. Ironically enough, the only one I can't really think of is, like, that they do have is, like, uh, for Pokemon, like, black and white and stuff, that animated adaptation stuff, because that's been all over the place yeah. in terms of Tubi and Hulu's also in terms got of some other... Of it. Um, yeah. What's the Funimation or whatever it's called? What's the anime? What's the main anime streaming service? Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll has some of it. I was actually reading into that. And... So Pokemon TV, like it's actually de designed so that you will spend as much money on it as possible because oh really? So they put the the first two seasons are on Pokemon TV just permanently. Yeah. And then 
the then they just like there's like three seasons that they rotate out every like couple months. Uh-huh. So that way you either have to go to another service to get it or you can go on Amazon and buy it. So that's kind of the idea is like so you're always going to be like in a weird spot where like you're going to have to go buy something to like go on like Amazon has all the seasons you can buy them on there. And I was kind of yeah. looked I, I wasn't going to buy them. But I was like, "Well, what 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 are they going for?" No, no. They're not cheap. Um Especially because, you know, there's well, 25 no. fucking seasons. You're going to spend a, a bunch of money trying to get these fucking things. But yeah, they rotate them out. So basically, you're always, like, going to spend money on them somehow. Unless you're just extremely patient. Um, it's like a free-to-play kind of thing, almost. Uh, with, like, a free-to-play game on, on mobile or something. Uh, but uh, I, I was reading, because, like, it sounds like, I think, yeah, like, Netflix has the rights to, like, the new seasons. I heard it. I think they saw they just put, like, they, but they put them out randomly on there. So like twelve episodes just randomly dropped, I think, a couple weeks ago from the late, late yeah. season, but they're still like, uh, like six, seven, eight months behind the animated show. So, um, I don't know. And like they just put out the trailer for the new Pokemon, uh, like main characters you're gonna, you can, you can, and like Captain Pikachu and all that for the new anime with the new characters. Uh, so, yep. um, I don't know. It still blows my mind that we're like a year behind Japan on the anime. Um, at this point, figured we would. For me, for me, it's 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 generally been this it way always has ever been, since yeah. Pokemon came out. Yeah, but I, I'm just like in this day, and like, but like back in that day, like they would get games like, you know, 12, 18 months in advance. Sometimes we just never get these some of these games, and it's like for like yeah. 20 years now, like that just really hasn't been the case unless you're Persona. Um, mm. and, you know, I feel like even Persona at this point, like as bad a business as Persona is, um, they're a, they're as bad at businesses they are good at making video games um like even there looks sounds like persona 6 they've even talked about they plan on like putting out day and date with the whole world so uh yeah with atlas and so yeah, yeah atlas, thank you stuff. Yeah. yeah so uh i mean they just now figured out people want the, want the goddamn game not on playstation so um <laughs> yeah anyways though uh pokemon unite uh they're doing some shit with that if you care i don't care you go in there and use the code pokemon day you get some bullshit. Um, Pokemon Cafe Remix. There's some bullshit going on there, too. Who cares? Uh, Pokemon Sleep Gables is back. I was kind of like half joking when I talked about it last <laughs> week. Um, we got a full trailer. Um, and it's fucking terrifying. The Pokemon just watches you sleep. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, I wasn't. Go, what? Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was just saying I wasn't the only one that kind of felt that way. Just watching this thing. And all of a sudden, you're like. It just shows like uh, the cuts and stuff of them sleeping in their beds, and you have like certain Pokemon or something popping in them, and all of a sudden you just get to the actual footage. It's like Pokemon just like watching you fucking sleep. It's fucking terrifying, Gables. <laughs> that's why I think like I watched that the the horror movie Megan a few weeks ago, and that's all I could think about when I saw that fucking Pikachu. Oh. And then when I saw Pokemon sleep, I'm like, they might as well just put the goddamn Pikachu in the goddamn corner and sit there and watch you while you sleep, and then and, like it murders your neighbor's dog and shit. Um, oh God. But they finally, four years later, Gables, they reintroduce it, and it's not coming until the summer. <laughs> like it's still months <laughs> away. Uh, I still have no idea what it's for exactly. Um, it, it's tied into Pokemon Go, so I, I guess they already they already dominate. If you're in the Pokemon Go still at this point, seven years later, uh, not only do they maxim, uh, you know, take up all your free time while you're awake, they will now take up Gables. Now we have to grind in our sleep. That's where we're at with technology now. Is that uh, we could grind in our sleep. Demol- Demolition Man warned us about this. Um, 
when Taco Bell took over everything and, and Demolition Man. Great movie, but uh, we should have listened. Uh, also, Terminator. Definitely should still listen about that one. Um, oh, yeah. I, I got a question for you, Gables. I, I was thinking about this. And what's that? If you can, like, actually have a real Pokemon with you, with Pokemon Sleep, what Pokemon uh-huh. would you want to sleep with you? <laughs> I don't mean this in a weird pervy way. Kind of a, it's kind of pervy, but, like, if you had a, po- a Pokemon that could just sleep with you in your bed or watch you sleep, what would you want it to be? Uh, hmm. That's a tough question. <laughs> you know, what would be kind of hilarious. Is like, uh, yeah, let's. I just rather with like have like a Gengar just stare at me from across the river or something like that. That'd be pretty. Funny. That's not bad. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, think about. It. I mean, think about it. It's like you have one of the most like a creepiest looking fucking death Pokemon or something like that. Like, yeah, opposite the side of you or something like that. That would be pretty funny. Can't get much creepier but, than a uh, Gengar, maybe. I-, I was thinking like. Um, when I say about like I want Jinx, um, but not the one we know. I want the problematic one, the blackface one. I want that one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the canceled one. I want that one. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I want something cute. But like, you know, I was like Charmander, but no, he'll just burn. He'll kill me. He'll burn the whole house down in my sleep. <sighs> well, you can always go after like one of the little. Uh dog pokemon or something yeah, like that what's, like he... what's the what's the one with the bread for ears oh like fido or fido something like yeah that. fido i'll take fido he's cool i was thinking like pidgey Although... but he's gonna shit everywhere it's gonna be gross um of course with fido you know it's like he's part like uh those like parts of bread so he's probably gonna leave butter everywhere in your bed dude that's, that's, <laughs> like... that's fine that's fine that's no <laughs> that's like my bed now uh it's not really much difference there oh um only difference is you're going to wake up to the smell of like toasted buns or something like that in the morning. That sounds like, fantastic. Fuck? I don't know what the Gables, <laughs> you're selling me on this one. Fido, you're, you're right. Fido is definitely the one I want. Uh, I'm going with Fido. Uh, but Gables, with the return of Pokemon Sleep, also came Pokemon Go Plus. Plus. Um, it's bad. Oh. Still don't know what it's for. <laughs> I don't know what it's for. Uh, it's supposed to like track your sleeping somehow. I don't understand this guy. So what's funny about this, they showed the commercial with you putting this thing and your phone on your pillowcase. Yeah. Which is literally a fire hazard, which it's, you're not supposed to do that. They they specifically tell you don't do that with your phone. <laughs> do not put it on pillowcase. It can cause fires. And this month, these people yes, are... Yes, it can. Yeah, and uh, this is a child's app. Uh, and we're putting... This is going to be a... This is like a lawsuit waiting to happen yeah. here. I mean, let's look at it this way. If you're like some models of like Samsung phones where some of their defects or something like that face. where they could they could potentially like catch fire or something like yeah. that. I and I kid you not, and this is a true story. There was someone at my workplace's agency or something like that that literally had her car burned completely to the ground and stuff because she left her cell phone inside of her vehicle and stuff and it fucking caught fire Jesus Christ. with that damn cell phone just imploding gables are you buying a pokemon uh go plus plus it's 50 bucks oh no okay. <laughs> absolutely i not, saw the dude. i saw the stupid fucking pokeball thing right here it's right fucking here gables it's, just, it's right here it's right here what did i buy this thing for why do i have it yep you probably bought it from Mew inside that game. And that's it. That's it. 
Cables. That was six years ago. Six years ago. <laughs> and I'd use it for literally nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. They have no other purpose for this fucking thing. It's so fucking maddening. You could try to see if it works with the other type of games you I have. I don't want to. I'm still mad about it. It's fucking stupid. I bought two of them. I bought two. I sold one to Justin. <laughs> well, at least Justin enjoys it. He never played it. I think he just bought it because he felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just bought it. He was like, oh. Um, okay. Um, well, maybe I'll give it to the dog. Here you go. Uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully he got destroyed. Deserved it. Piece of shit. Not Justin. The, the Pokeball thing. Um, yes, I understand. Well, I mean, kind of, but not really. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, 95.5. Uh, anyways, Scarlet Violet, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, I still want to say uh, Scarlet Nexus. Uh, I know that's not right. Um, we got some updates coming for this one. Uh, new Paradox Pokemon are coming. Uh, Walking Wake, which is a shiny bull-like Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. will appear in Scarlet and a Pokemon named Iron Leaves. Iron Leaves. Yep. Which is a, looks like a deer. Will be a Pokemon in Pokemon Violet. I hate all... I just... That's the name of these Pokemon? I didn't realize that was the name well, of these things. Yes, these are the names of these Pokemon. These Paradox Pokemon. What are Paradox Pokemon? Okay. Uh, let me explain. In Scarlet and Violet... Inside of Area Zero, you come across Pokemon oh, that those are stupid called fuckers. Paradox Oh, those Pokemon. things. Okay. Yes. I forgot about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're right. Yeah. Still, I I still hate it. Uh... All right. So to explain what these creatures are, it's like Walking Wake is the Paradox version of Suicune from Generation Two, and so it's like it's basically part. I think it was like what Water and Dragon. It's or Water some Dragon. Shit? Yes. Okay, Water Dragon, and then. Iron Leaves is uh, the Pokemon Verizian from Black and White, and this one is like fighting. No, it's Grass Psychic. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. So yeah, what kind of disappointed me about this is I thought these Pokemon were going to be playing a part of the first expansion that was going to be coming out. No, these were Terror Raids. Both of these were Terror Raids and stuff. You know, it kind of deflated. Some of the aspects of what I was expecting in regards to the first expansion, what it was going to be. Yeah. But I'm glad these Pokemon came out. But at the same time, I thought it was a wasted opportunity and potential yeah. to build up these. Ones. I believe they're also like the what, like the highest ranked raid battles too. So yeah, pretty high on the one. Also, they announced Pokemon Home support is coming uh, sometime early this year. So probably the next couple months. So uh, Shocking. Yeah, that's no surprise. They wanted to have enough time to where people can play through the main game and whatsoever before they have patch in the access to uh, Pokemon Home in connection with that. They didn't want people to just fill out their Pokedexes and stuff first thing. Yeah. And there's also that data mining where like 250 Pokemon apparently might be coming um, to this game. So. Absolutely. Actually, these are fact because this is uh, this is what happened when they did their initial update to patch things and stuff <laughs> for worse. the latest version. Yeah, they it basically got data mined and these Pokemon were confirmed to be returning back into yeah. like the game in of itself. And well, I'm not going to go into details or anything about this stuff, because honestly, if you're that interested in it, you can also search for it yourself. But for everyone else who doesn't want to be spoiled, you know, I'm not going to really. Yeah, no, I just saw do that type of stuff. I thought it was funny they but, put a they put a yeah. big update out to celebrate like the for the game. It wasn't supposed to be a to fix the game, but it was supposed to just be a generic yeah. patch. 
and then it actually made the game worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, fuck this game. Ain't man. that a kick in the <laughs> kick in the pants with that stuff? I mean, I they don't know. It feels like they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, no, guy. <laughs> and hey, Gables, they don't know what they're doing, and the game somehow runs worse now than when it launched. But if you want to spend thirty-five more dollars on it, you're you're able to now with the. Uh, uh, DLC coming. We have uh, Hidden Treasure. It's called The Hidden mm-hmm. Treasure of Area Zero. Part one of the DLC is called The Teal yep. Mask. It will be released yep. sometime in the fall. And part two, the Indigo Disc, will be released in the, in the winter. Um, Nintendo, interesting, did the report that um, in like the reports, like they have it coming out early 2024. So um, when they say right. winter 20, the Japan companies typically, when they say winter 2023, um, that mm-hmm. goes until the uh, solstice, which is, I think, like March twenty first is when winter solstice, when rather spring solstice, solstice is. Um, could be wrong on that one. Um, so yeah, so sometime probably between December, late December and late March, is when that should come out. So um, we didn't get any right, no gameplay, right. no nothing on it. We got we we did see a couple of new Pokemon. Um, but it says, uh, this is coming with the guy here. In part one, players will visit the land of uh, Kitakami as part of a school trip. In the second part of the DLC, players will exchange students at Blueberry Academy. Um, legendary Pokemon called uh, Ogre Pond and Terrapagos will be introduced in the DLC. Um, and you can pre-order it now, uh, $35. Bucks. Uh, if you do pre-order it, uh, they have a new costumes, Gables. But the costumes are literally the same costumes with just a different color on them correlated with which game you bought interesting i <laughs> oh, feel gables you're, the, you're the, you know i i am the born again pokemon fan but i play it for nostalgia um but how, how are you feeling gables well you know what the tease of what they were showcasing and stuff are interesting in some regards because it's like for the first DLC, this first expansion thing for uh, the teal mask and stuff. Some of these legendary Pokemon they're showing are references to the uh, the tale of uh, Momotaro and stuff in Japan, which I've heard little bits about here and there, though. But uh, yeah, inside so the journeys of Momotaro and stuff, he has a couple of other like uh, animals and stuff that follow him along inside of his journey and stuff, and they're based upon those specific characters like you have the bear you have the monkey you have the bird and stuff like that those references there but i'm gonna be more interested inside of the expansion too because that one kind of deals a little bit more like within like uh, the third legendary that uh, that turtle is the third legendary so it's like you have the scarlet and violet coridon maridon and then you have this turtle to be like the actual like third legendary inside that looks like it's more or less the cause of the whole terastalizing thing itself. That's what it looks like because inside of the character art, you see like the various other like elemental symbols inside of this turtle shell. And also kind of plays into a role, which it go and coincides with the rumors that we had, that we were either reading about or hearing about from like other people and stuff that this could potentially be a, one of the Pokemon that were being showed, like a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was that turned out to be true. That actually turned out to be true. 
But as a result of that, you know, we didn't really see too much gameplay footage. Zero. Actually, they spent the they spent the least amount of time on the Scarlet and Violet expansions and spent more time on fucking Pokemon Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was depressing. Yeah. I wonder if it's just like this thing is already sold to over 20 million copies and we know it's broken and we don't in we don't care. Um, you're going to probably buy this anyways. So we don't really have to sell this and we don't, uh, they don't have, they didn't have anything to show. They literally, we got a couple of like screenshots of some, we got some art of what the thing might look like. <laughs> like that's all we got. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's why we got the least amount too, is because they just don't have anything ready to go right now, which is crazy. But yeah, it's, it's, it's it blows my mind that like they're charging for it right now. Um, and we don't have anything on it at all. So, I don't know. I, I yeah, hardly anything at all, dude. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, it, this was definitely a bummer. Um, probably one of the worst ones in a long time. Uh, just they've really been doing this. Um, that I can think of. You know, you know, like a like a little present like this is bad. Is even when you go in with low expectations, you don't even remember half of what was actually. Yeah presented inside of there to begin with yeah yeah i mean yeah pretty much yeah it's like you know like i, I talk about all the time like suicide squad i didn't want to come in here and bitch about that game i want to come here and be excited about the thing it's like i don't want to come here and bitch about this pokemon presents i want to be excited about this i want to be excited about like you know come in and talk about gables like oh man they put out pokemon like or like oh man i played pokemon yellow this week or pokemon stadium's out i did the, the ratatap fucking mini game or whatever and it's like we're coming here. It's like, oh shit, that happened this week. That's crazy. It's like, that is yep. the polar opposite of what I wanted. Um, yeah, like we are fans of this franchise. It's like Gable is much more so than I am, but, um, yeah, like I, you know, I want a reason to be excited for this. Like, uh, you know, like I, t- I love Pokemon because it's the closest thing that brings me to my childhood, uh, anymore as an adult. And, uh, I want a reason to be excited about, about this thing and play it. So it's, it's a bummer when, this happens. And it's like, man, what a, I mean, it's a date. It's the anniversary. They like, they do this every year on the anniversary. They can't change the date. You know, like it's, they, the, it's anticipated now. It's expected now to have it every year, much like E3, you, you know, for these studios, like we, they go there every year, like for a long time, you know, before mm-hmm. the long, long ago, the before times, uh, with E3, you know, like sometimes you just don't have the stuff and this year they just have the stuff. So, um, I don't know, but yeah, it's pretty. It's just pretty disappointing overall. Well, one last thing I will say about Pokemon before we initially go through and move on and stuff, and this ties back into the whole thing about the 3DS and the Wii U's eShop things closing by the end of yeah, this month great point. here, yeah. because a lot of the Pokemon games on those services will be lost. Not just lost, but they will be gone because they will no longer be asset like accessible. From what I was reading in regard to some of the charts of what was available, they're claim- like about 75% yeah, of the Pokemon games this. are going to be taken down. Yep. They are not going without any sort of like access to them any longer. And those include the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. They include yeah, mainline Pokemon games like Red, Blue, and Yellow, Gold, Gold Silver. Silver, and Crystal. You even have like the Pokemon games on the 3DS, you know, like say Sun and Moon. Like... The remakes X as well. Y. Yeah. 
have X and Y and stuff. There's multiple generations of Pokemon games that will no longer be accessible on this on the eShop in regards to the 3DS and then the Wii U definitely has some of its slew of like Pokemon games too. Even like some of the more obscure ones like Pokemon Rumble U and this and that. Yeah. But uh it's pretty much a call to any type of Pokemon fan. If even if you had the slight inkling to want to play these games, this is your last chance to go and actually download some of these games. So what was it, like March 27th? Yep. That's the deadline before it gets closed off and stuff, as well as any other type of games you're looking for. And so this is my PSA for this episode where it's like, hey, if you want to buy some great games on the 3DS and the Wii U, your systems that you own, get them now, dude. I mean, you're going to be fucking regretting it. Yeah. Or just, <laughs> I mean, I've been hearing a lot of people lately that have a 3DS or a 2DS or whatever. Like, they're just, you know, jail, jailbreaking at this point. And, yeah, I, I at this point, that. I mean, like I'm never, I'm like I'm never gonna get like upset about people do that, but like at this point, like what other just what other option do you have, you know? Because uh... it sucks when you when people are forced to have to jailbreak this stuff because it gets harder for games down the line to have access to because of licensing issues and because of digital storefronts closing. Yeah. So. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, and then the prices of these things are going to go crazy here in a, in a few months, too. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, you do it, I, I've been, like, thinking about, like, if I can get, like, a th- if I can get my hand on, like, a 2DS or something like that, um, I'm going like, to, I've never done that before. I've never uh, pirated something like that before, but uh, if I get my hand on a 2DS or 3DS, fucking, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, and probably a good chunk of that reason we could be able to play fucking Pokemon games, so, uh. Yeah, um, no, don't blame me if you do that. But uh, let's move on, Gables. We'll stick with Nintendo. Um, yeah. Switch to Gables. It's it's the uh, it's like Matt Hardy in the 2000s. It will not die. Um, <laughs> and that's a WWE joke for people that don't know. Um, so this ties in the Pokemon Presents stuff. Um, so if someone from 4chan leaked the entire Pokemon Presents and all the details down to. The legendaries that will be talked about in the DLC, talked about some of the stuff from the DLC, uh, had everything down uh, for this entire presents uh, before the yep. show happened. Uh, I, but the nearest part now about that, and that always happens. There's always like a leak that happens, but because there's so many people that put fake leaks, we don't trust any of the yes. leaks until we look back and we're like, oh fuck, this person was actually correct. Um, but he said, one of the original uh, things he posted about this, he said there'd be a graphic patch update coming with DLC two the new uh switch hardware so people were like sometimes like and he, he mentioned he was like someone he's like a someone from china that is like working for us with the support studio uh for nintendo which most leaks for nintendo come from china like the final engage yep uh typically like i said like yeah usually when like cause nintendo leaks aren't like like aren't huge like they're they, they've been leaky i'd say more so in the last decade maybe uh but i mean they're definitely like it's the hardest one to pin down sometimes about leaks, uh, but usually when they, the, the big ones come, they come from China. Um, but, uh, and sometimes we, this has happened in the past where like someone leaked a bunch of stuff and then it was like a mistranslation sort of thing that happened that, uh, kind of yeah. caused the confusion. Well, he came back and he doubled down. He's like, no, this is not like a, this is not just like a, a patch for the game to make it run better. This isn't just a, uh, you know, a switch pro. This is no, this is the next gen switch. And like I said earlier with the Pokemon Presents thing, they, they have DLC 2 
scheduled to come out early next year. Um, Switch one yesterday, March third. It is March fourth right now. Uh, March third is was the six year anniversary of the Switch. We are now officially yep. in year seven of the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yes, it we are. It would be shocking if I've always said that, like we when the Switch came out, that hey, we don't have to have a console launch for the holidays. And almost I almost prefer we don't because you don't have people trying to buy one at launch and also holiday sales. Like hey, you can have this thing launch in the spring and give you a whole, like get all the people that really want it out right out right away. And then when the holidays come, people that want to get it for the holidays, buy it for Christmas presents, it's a little easier probably to get. Now, obviously it makes it harder if you can't physically make enough of these things. Like we saw with the PS five and the Xbox series consoles for a long time. That's mostly because of COVID. And then it seems like they got that fixed now, but I don't know. Gables, we've been talking about switch pro switch to whatever the fuck you want to call it for, I mean, what, yesterday was 6th anniversary, so for six years now? Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just so tired. I'm so tired, Gables. When I saw this, I was just like, it's that Jimmy Butler meme of him from the uh, the NBA in the bubble from the NBA Finals in yeah. 2020, where he just leaned over. Like, Jimmy Butler's a basketball player, if you don't know, from the NBA. And he was so exhausted. He was like, after a game, he was just like hunched over the scoreboard. And that was me. When I saw the rumor, when I saw the Twitch, the, the Twitter <laughs> post about this, I just wanted, I was, I felt like Jimmy Butler in that moment where I'm just like, I am fucking exhausted. I don't know how much more I can do of this. I, I, get, what do you got, Gables? I, I don't know what I got in this one. All right. So to hold some credence to this. Well, for one, this leaker did go through and guess the Pokemon stuff yeah. correctly. I mean, that's that's all said and done and stuff like that. But when it comes to the whole new Switch model or new next-gen Switch, what's being touted and stuff, it's highly possible. I mean, for one, for one, it, it has felt like this year so far, it's like it kind of feels like it's more gaining towards a Twilight-esque type of thing for like the nintendo switch i mean quite honestly i feel like we're inside the twilight years here of oh, yeah. this system i felt that way two years ago though so what do i know well that's true that's true child you felt that way like two years ago and that's before <laughs> that's before like some of the other like uh, main games then released for that system including last year with like uh like with kirby and stuff like that and like with some of the other games too that released from nintendo that year but uh in regards to this whole next generation switch, though, it is definitely highly possible that they could be just waiting until possibly, what was it? Like maybe close to the end of this year to really announce the system. And then like a few months later, it'll be available during the springtime because yeah. you were just saying, you know, in terms of like the winter solstice stuff in Japan, it's like, it'll go, what was it? Anywhere between, Late December twenty like first, like March twenty first, that that type of re- area. So there lies a timeline which could potentially see us seeing this time next year for us waiting for the next generation of the Switch model, most probably, preferably in the second or third week of March of next year, because that it aligns with what Nintendo did with the regular Nintendo Switch when that first launched, 
And because it was so successful launching that portion of the year, it'd be better believe the Nintendo will probably try that same type of strategy this time around as well. So when it comes to the possibility that we may hear about it this year as an announcement, it's a high possibility, I feel. Yeah. It's a high possibility because there's a lot of smoke that's been coming out of these rumors. And a lot of these rumors are leading our being like announced and stuff and Nintendo themselves are going after specific leakers inside of that same that same bubble of these like Chinese distribution plants the Foxconn plants and whatsoever or whomever they feel like is a predominant leaker that uh, will like subtly like uh, let loose a secret or two not just like a secret or two but like we'll just blow out the entire thing you know so they're being overly cautious about the sensitive information much more than they would any other types of rumors or speculation stuff because we've seen Nintendo do this before with other stuff in the past to where the whole the whole aspect of the Nintendo ninjas thing is a real thing because of how secretive they are with like delicate information we've already seen that already with them like taking out an initial leaker that's based inside one of their Chinese like, distribution plants that's like trying you know that uh, was working alongside nintendo to produce their systems nvidia. and stuff nvidia yes also along that lines this is that time of the year or something like that where potentially these new consoles could be going into development not just development but going into manufacturing in the next couple of months because if they are definitely going through and planning this type of thing maybe for like uh possibly towards that beginning portion of like next year or something like that producing a lot of the different models and stuff we're probably going to now hear more about that leading into june and stuff like i don't personally believe and i don't really believe it'll be like a console launch by the end of this year mm -hmm. because that's way too soon plus you have another thing where you could just gotta get rid of those extra switch skews and stuff as quickly as possible yeah but in regards to the whole production line of say like the next generation switch up leading up to next year, it makes more plausible sense because that way you get the build up to the announcement. You have enough supply and demand that will go through in the beginning portion of next year. Even if, even if they have to go forth and like just say, Oh, Hey, there's only this much amount of stuff here. You know, we're going to do this and do that and this and that. But I feel like it is specifically it's specifically possible we will see something more in the next couple of months. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the next couple of months, especially if they're not going to be at E3. Um, I wouldn't be shocked though. Yeah, if we heard something at the end of this year, but I wouldn't be shocked at any point in time if we hear about something. I mean, yeah, like I said, we're we are officially in year seven of the Switch now. Uh, I was kind of done with the Switch, but Go ahead. but from what we have seen already. We will see that Switch bundle for the Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. That's all but been officially confirmed yeah. now. Yeah, leaked everywhere. Like, we know that thing's real. Yeah. But at the same point and stuff, it's like, after that, after the initial, that releases, that console version releases and stuff. Like I said before, man, it's like maybe during the end of the summer, maybe like towards the beginning of fall. We're going to be hearing something in regards to that, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, the, sometimes I wonder, though, like, sometimes we connect the dots in our head that aren't 
actually there. Like they're not don't actually like like they do this stuff for you know like there's a Mario bundle coming out next week. There's the yeah. Uh, I mean Splatoon had a, a a switch. Splatoon three had a switch model. Yes. Pokemon Scarlet Violet had a switch model. Um, the Gen four remakes had a switch model. Like every big Nintendo game gets usually gets a, a new switch model. Um, you've heard that people talking about. Well, maybe they're doing these new skins to try to sell off the inventory they have and try to help right. get that boost to beat the ps2 and yeah maybe that's correct but we've done this in the past where we start connecting dots that aren't necessarily like no this is just normal business stuff and it's like i don't know it's i think it's just part of me like i am like in my head now i'm just like preparing uh for like maybe these are just normal business things and who the fuck wouldn't want to buy a tears of the kingdom switch thing like if you don't have a switch or like if you are somebody that wants hasn't got a switch oled yet you know here's a here's a time to do it um absolutely you know, like the the mario bundle is coming next week uh oddly enough though it's only the it's a base model it's not even the oled um and you only pick one of three games yeah. in that bundle yeah it's really weird uh yeah, um so i don't know like what the, the the switch was officially revealed in October 2016. We got the full breakdown in January, and they launched it in March. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, it's hard. You can't really compare that because, like, the Wii was just a dead console. They literally announced the NX in 2014. Yes, they did. Um, so less than a year after it was <laughs> released. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, like you can't. I doubt they're gonna do that again because, like, we talked. We I've talked about it over and over again. Like, why would they announce something so far in advance for something that's still selling extremely well? Because, like, that would just cut off. Not not 100 stop it, but that's gonna drastically slow down the sales of the Switch. And there's no reason for them to do that, especially. So, like, I, I that's why part of me like wonders if they're gonna go back to like a holiday release schedule release period because. You, what you know you announce this thing say because you, you're gonna want you're gonna want to announce this thing at least six months out um yes and yeah like you, you but that means you're gonna have to do it in the fall and you're just gonna kill that thing i mean it's still gonna sell fine i'm sure for the holidays but you're really gonna hurt the sales of that fucking thing um so yeah i don't know i just i don't know i, I i'm just so fucking exhausted mm. by this goddamn thing uh, we have we talk about switch pro stuff for literally five fucking years now we talk about switch two stuff for the last two fucking years now i want it yeah like I, like I said I, I was tired of it like after playing age of calamity and being not only disappointed by how about the game period but so frustrated about how it ran and that was november yeah. 2020 like that was like my point of like all right i'm just kind of like i'm not done with the console but i am every major game that's come out for that console since it makes me less and less excited to play that console just for how poor it runs um how frustrating it can be sometimes so uh hey i hope it's true but uh we've heard prominent leakers come out with stuff about this thing and not be like bloomberg had major news stuff on this and they nailed everything but the, the they said oh it's the switch pro they're trying to be they nailed everything except for the part where it was a Switch Pro. It was the OLED. Um, you know, like, right. And then we, you can't even trust Nintendo because Nintendo will say, we're not re- releasing uh, new Switch hardware this year. They, they said that twice this console generation. And they lied both times with the Switch Lite 
and the OLED. Um, they've done that several times in the past. We're literally, I've told, I've told the story before, we're literally, people were at a Nintendo 3DS event and they were saying yeah. that they're not, there's no plans right now to move on from that, from, from the DS while people were at a right. 3DS event. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we can't trust Nintendo either. Um, a company that we absolutely can't. Absolutely not. No, yeah. But a company we can trust, Capcom. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Gables for a few weeks yep. out, baby. Can't wait. But, yes, uh, it is. They announced the Capcom Spotlight. That's like their direct style thing. They, they do every so often. Um, they announced they're doing that on March 9th um, at 2.30 Pacific time. No, 4.30 Central, 5.30 Eastern. Uh, it's on Thursday, I believe. Um, so yes, it is. Uh, same day as the, 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 the Mario Direct thing coming up uh, for, the, for the movie. Uh, they announced they're going to be doing that. They're, they're, they said they're only going to talk about Resident Evil 4, Exo Primal, mm-hmm. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, Monster Hunter Rise, and Ghost Trick uh, Phantom Detective. So, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm trying to, you know, it's one of those things, keep your expectations in check because, you mm. know, like they said, this is what they're talking about. Obviously, could it be a surprise or two? Maybe. Um, but obviously, that final big push for Resident Evil 4. And it wouldn't shock me. They did announce a, a demo is coming soon, so it wouldn't shock me if this they announced this. And then, hey, the demo is out later today, or it's out tomorrow, or something. Um, yeah. No, seriously, I would highly expect Capcom to do something like that yeah. because they even announced during the last thing in that state of play to where there's a demo that's going to be coming soon. But at the same point, you know, it's like not only just that uh, the Resident Evil Four thing I'm looking forward to, though. I'm kind of interested in seeing more of what they have for Exo Primal because we've only seen limited stuff of it so far. And the only thing that uh, I can remember mostly of it is the fucking dinosaurs falling out of the sky. <laughs> but uh, hopefully there's going to be some more interesting combat like introduced to that. So I would be able to get a little bit more excited about it. Obviously I'm pretty excited though, to see ghost trick again and also seeing more of monster hunter. So seeing, what else they could do with like with say Monster Hunter, like the sun like sunrise or something like that, or whatever the heck more content they're gonna be doing with that expansion is gonna be fine. But uh yeah, with this in general though, I really do like the idea of what they have been doing. Cause they did something similar like a few I think it was like what, like a few years ago during like a E three to where they showcased like a like specific amount of games that they wanted to do a little bit more information of. And I'm kind of glad they kind of kept that sort of thing for this one, because this makes absolute sense for them. Cause those five games that they are showcasing are the ones that are going to be releasing in the next six months, <laughs> essentially. But, uh, the Mega Man battle network stuff, I'm kind of interested in seeing that I'm kind of interested in like, wanting to play that particular set of collections because it's one of the few Mega Man games that I don't own digitally on any of the systems that I have. Plus, these are games that were based upon the Game Boy Advance, and I think I think there were some DS games also that were a part of that series. I'm not sure. But this will be the first time I'll actually go through some of these games. So I'm kind of curious because these were more like a turn-based sort of RPG-like thing with like collecting chips and this and that. But uh, I'm just I'm just hoping just for anything like 
pretty much awesome for RE4 and maybe something interesting for Exoprimal. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm actually like super pumped for Exoprimal, and I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I've like, I like that game looks like a, it's gonna be a seven, best case scenario. As long as the game like just works, it's a seven. Uh, but like, so the, there was a post. I don't know if it, you can download it, but there was a post on the PSN uh, Japan store uh, for Extra Primal yeah. to do a beta. So I won't be shocked if like they announce a beta coming soon for uh, United States. I don't think it's live in Japan, but there was a there was like it's a, it's on the store page. Um, yes. So yeah, like <laughs> I like there was they did a beta last year as well, uh, but it was one for PC. So. I'm pumped to get to a fucking beta. I really just want to play this game. <laughs> like, it looks really dumb and bad. It kind of, what's that? What was that? Lost Planet? Was that the 360 game? Yep. Lost Planet. I, that was the 360 PS3 yeah, series. Yeah, like three of them, which is, man, what a, what a time the mm-hmm. 2000s were for gaming. Uh, but um, it just gives me those vibes, but dinosaurs. And I'm actually kind of all in on this, this kind of game. Like, I don't foresee myself <laughs> buying it at all. But, like, I at least want to check out this and maybe once on sale down the road or, like, comes to Game Pass sort of situation. Like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Um, but, yeah, like, on the Monster and Rise stuff, um, what they just they just came out to Xbox and PlayStation uh, back mm-hmm. in January. They, they The Sunbreak hasn't come out yet for those consoles, so they said in the spring. That's so true. I bet we get an update for that. Um, maybe there's more. They, they have for other consoles as well, uh, but... That's kind of like thinking Ghost Trick. I remember seeing him at like Drex, but I'm like, there's an audience for that that's super excited for him. Uh, or I'm super excited for them for that. Um, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Like, yeah, like you were talking about. Like, yeah, it was like, it was like mostly a handheld thing. I remember they did a weird Pokemon stuff where there was like two different versions of the games coming out. Yes, there so, was. Hey, I, I imagine. And- I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just about to mention, not only they did that, though, but they actually had a GameCube game as well. I played the GameCube Network game. Network Transmission. Yeah, I played the GameCube game because I was a big fan of the anime at the time. Um, uh-huh. But I didn't know the... I didn't really know much about it. I knew, I obviously knew of Mega Man, but I didn't know like Mega Man was like synonymous with being extremely hard. And mm-hmm. I just got my ass whooped for... I remember just That's renting it. That's difficult. Yeah, I remember just <laughs> renting it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? And I found it later on. Like, oh! <laughs> that's the point of Mega Man games. This is very hard. Okay. Like this is a kid's game. This is based on like kids anime. Um, yep. so weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pumped for this just cause, but it's like, it's weird. Cause like Resident Evil 4, much like the state of play when we talked about last week, cause like, I, I've been like for the last while now, kind of, uh, want to like shut down. Don't want to see anything more about this. I don't Don't show me Wesker. I don't want to know anything about Wesker. Uh, don't want to, <laughs> I, I didn't even want to see the cry, the Krauser fight. I didn't want to see that. Um, uh, but um, yeah, uh, I'm just at this point. I'm just. I just want to play the fucking game. You know, we're a few weeks away, so I don't need any more on that. But I get like the, that's like to get you to see everything else. Resident Evil Four is there. That's like the thing to keep you. To get you to show up to, to see everything else. I get it. It's the main course. Everything else is just yes. appetizers. So, um, but Gables, let's move on. Last real topic though this week. It's it's I don't know how much of it there's to say about this cables. Ubisoft. It's it's at this point it's just it's like talking about Switch Two rumors. Um, what if I told you cables? There are three more Assassin's Creed games that we didn't know about, um, or actually four more games, um, that we didn't already know about in production. Oh jeez. So here's what we know about so far. Um, 
So far, we already know about there's Mirage, which you know is coming this yep. year. We have Codename Red, Codename Hex, and Codename Jane. Jade coming. Also, there's the yep. Assassin's Creed uh, Infinite. Uh, it's supposed to be like the hub thing coming. Also, there's a, they announced the uh, Assassin's Creed multiplayer game called Pro, uh, Project Invictus. Um, right. They, they, this is stuff they announced that's coming. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five games in development. Uh, before that, already been rumored a uh, game called uh, Nexus is a VR game coming. Right. What if I told you there's more Gables? So I think that's oversaturation, Tyler. Yeah. Um, so Gables, <laughs> Nexus 2, which is a sequel to uh, another game that's already they've already announced in development. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already they've already talks of a sequel for it. It's still the first game's already is still in production. Don't have a name yet. Okay. Already in production. Well, it's pre 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 production because they got obviously finished first one. Uh, on top of that, Ubisoft Sophia, uh, known for co-developing Assassin's Creed 3, Liberation, and Assassin's Creed Rogue, uh, the two yep. worst Assassin's Creed games, um, has uh, pitched Project Nebula, an Assassin's Creed title that will have three different settings, India, Aztec Empire, and Mediterranean. Uh, Ubisoft Cheng, Chengdu, I'm sorry if I got that wrong, has pitched Project Raid, a, f- a free-to-play four-player cooperative title that will be PvE, um, I believe the title of the characters will be from Assassin's Creed Universe. Uh, also, right. Ubisoft and and Etsy. Okay. Well, anyways, known for developing the multiplayer portions of games like Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell, as well as co-developing Division Two with Massive Entertainment, has pitched uh, pitch Project Echoes, which is described as a multiplayer title that will use Ubisoft Scholar technology. I don't know what that is. Um, sources suggest that the series will be going back to its annual release. Cycle with major entries being significantly different from the last, the, the first Assassin's Creed Mirage scheduled sometime around August of this year. That's mm-hmm. new. I didn't know that. Followed by Assassin's Creed Nexus soon after in, uh, in 2024, although the release uh, date is tentative. Um, sources reveal that the codename Red is scheduled for 2024 as well. Um, right. So uh, Assassin's Creed Invictus 2025, Hex 2026. Uh, Hex Day announced last fucking year, and it's, as of right now, scheduled for 2026. So we might as well just put a 2027 mm. on that. Um, and that's before you know, uh, you know, probably another delay. So we'll say 2028. Uh, we'll be dead by then. Um, the <laughs> AI has taken over. Uh, so Gables, we are up to now 10 Assassin's Creed games in development by Ubisoft. Jesus Christ. I will say this right now. Not all of these are going to come out. True. I mean, true. I don't feel like all of these are. I don't. I do not feel like for one minute that all of these are going to be coming out in the designated times. I think there's going to be a few cancellations. There's probably going to be a few kind of rethinking in regards to what could potentially be because Ubisoft is not in the position right now to go. It's abstain like throughout like say the 2026 i mean with how they're doing financially and stuff it it's gonna be extremely like unlikely that they're gonna be doing any type of projects like that to that extent unless they get bought out by another company yeah <laughs> but uh in regards to the games themselves i mean oh the mirage and some of their live service games you know it's like you're not gonna i'm 
I don't understand like what other types of Assassin's Creed Creed games they are going to initially want to put out. You know, I mean, I can understand fans of Assassin's Creed like they want to play Mirage, they want to just enjoy some of the like the classic style of Assassin's Creed games. You know, pre like Origins and then Odyssey and like Valhalla most especially, but. Uh, this is oversaturation of one franchise in the span of like three years. So I do not see this going well, Tyler. Personally, I do not. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so weird though. Cause I always talk about all the time. Sometimes we're in that, that weird gaming bubble. We don't, um, that's why we like to go through the NPDs. Is kind of see like the reality sometimes of these things where it's like, man, like we're so burnt out on these games, but like the world's not like we talk about like, Call of Duty in like a weird, kind of more of a negative context sometimes, but like it's still the uh-huh. best-selling game every year. Um, people buy and play. Yeah. It. Um, so like Assassin's Creed, like in like Far Cry, like a lot of people did not like Far Cry Six was kind of like meh, but it still was one of the best-selling games in uh, last year, um, or two years ago, 2021. Um, so and it's one of the cheapest games to pick up right now. Yeah, but that's, that's the Ubisoft formula though. Uh, but, um, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, we got 10 in development. Then I guess the nice thing is a lot of these are different style games. So they're not just like, right. um, you know, like, like me, like there, there's not many Stas Creed fans bigger than me for a long time there. And then like when, once we got to like, I was burnt out by the end of that original run of what the original Stas Creed was, um, where even I wasn't caring for him so much, but I was still just kind of playing. I'm just out of because I play Assassin's Creed games, uh, especially after right. Assassin's, after Assassin's Creed Three, I was just like, man, what the fuck? And then Black Flag was awesome. <laughs> uh, then those last couple were kind of, I mean, one was broken and buggy, one was pretty good. But then like Origin, just when they kind of went to Witcher style, like you know, I was kind of, I was very up and down with them. Um, but yeah, like I got hope for Mirage, but like I don't know, like how much do I actually care? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just. It just sucks. But I mean, like it's your biggest IP. It's you always, it's, it's like me and Moto talked about. There's always Mario games. He's talking about, he did an interview last week. We said they're always working on Mario games, which yeah, I mean, yeah. you can say no shit, but yeah, obviously it's your biggest IP. You should always have them in production and probably have multiple in production. I, I mean, that makes sense. I get that. Um, but yeah, 10 development, like said, I wouldn't be shocked if a, a decent amount of these, especially like the multiplayer ones, uh, some of them don't see the light of day um, or maybe they just kind of come out in like a weird or they're not like they're free to play kind of stuff. Um, just thrown in the infinite thing. Um, the VR thing could easily just be like a tech demo weird thing. that just doesn't really turn right. anything. I don't know. Gables. I just, I don't know. I want from you something more. It's, we talk about this all the time. We're like, there seem like they're, they're not as in a weird place with Activision. We're like, Activision is in the worst spot as far as putting out games, but they're in a better spot because they have the they have a V game in Call of Duty, so it's like it's better for them because like one Call of Duty right. is probably bigger than three Assassin's Creeds, uh, like peak Assassin's Creed games. So, um, I don't know. I just I hope hope it's okay. Hope that it works out. Um, but like I mean, it's not bad to have this in there, but it's like what are you gonna have to do to supplement them? And that's the thing with the Activision is they don't have anything. They burned everything else to just keep Call of Duty afloat. 
Um, right. As long as Assassin's Creed, or as long as Ubisoft can like do this, but like they can do like the Splinter Cells, or do the Star Wars game, or do the Divisions, or whatever. Like they can come up with new IPs. Um, I mean, I don't know. Gables also, did you hear? Um, Beyond Good and Evil Two is still in pre-production. <laughs> yeah, I chuckled to myself after learning that bit of information. Still in pre-production. Mm-hmm. The game was announced still. in 2018, re-revealed in 2016. Gables, how many times is that game going to be re-revealed? I say four. I say at least four. You say at least four? I think it dies before then. <laughs> I mean, the, I feel like I someone was like, there's people out there like wondering like, cause like there's the uh, skull and bones game, like where they have to put it out. Otherwise they have to, yep. like they got a bunch of grants from the, the country of Taiwan. Um, so yep. people are like wondering, like maybe they have some grants, <laughs> like kind of it's the same situation where like, if they don't put this game out, it's going to cost them a ton of money. Uh, that to pay back to Makes a country sense. somewhere. So maybe that's why that game's still going, even though everybody that was working on the game, uh, is gone now. Left. So, um, yep. Some gone for good reasons, but um, yeah, I don't know. Imagine that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but okay, let's move on here. So let's get to some of uh, some of the other news this week. Uh, Gables, Babylon Fall is officially dead. No surprise. Yeah. So <laughs> here's here's the crazy part about this. So when a game gets announced that they're gonna like they're going down, there's always that big just rush of people that go to play the yep. game, and like it's always kind of cool and kind of like kind of charming to like and sad to like see all these people like get together and play this game and celebrate you know like play even like PlayStation home uh like just go on and people always people like celebrating and dancing as the servers get shut down yep gables you know how many people were were at the babylon fall uh death party no 17 how much 17 so just 17 people in all hmm. 17 <laughs> i have nothing else to add uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, there's no jokes you can make better than that about that game. Zelda. That's more than any of the any active users that would have fit on that damn game in any given time. Yeah, yeah. I think the game launched when it launched. It was less than a thousand on Steam. Yeah. So not yeah. You're not far off. Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom uh, DLC. They might have uh, Nintendo themselves might have leaked it uh, on the on the website at the bottom of the page, like where like the small letters are, the copyright stuff. They announced that you yeah. need a full game to play the DLC. <laughs> On their site. That's hilarious. So they pretty much confirmed that there is going to be DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, it could just, you know, it could Jeez. just be like a copy paste job and someone just didn't overlook something else. But I'm, I, I don't know. I, I, to me, it's not like a major thing just because like, I just kind of assumed there would be DLC because the last one had it. So. Since- yeah, right. Breath of the Wild had a major expansion yeah. this game, in that regard. This game is going to sell extremely well, so why not try to double dip on some of those people that bought the game initially? Right. Um, speaking of DLC, though, Gables, the Elder Ring is getting a DLC. Uh, yes, it is. Randomly announced it at 3 o'clock in the morning on Twitter uh, on the one-year anniversary of the game, <laughs> as you should. Uh, Shadow of the Erdtree um, was announced. Uh, they said it's now in development, and there was like a screenshot. Um, so... Well, fast here, not super big. Uh, Elden Ring spoilers, I guess, for the next minute or so. So at the end of the game, from what I understand, the big tree that's like that the beautiful glowing tree doesn't like it. It gets like yep. burned down, destroyed, doesn't it? The earth tree, yeah, it does generally get like destroyed. I think. Yeah, 
and then uh, millennia. So it sounds like in this, they kind of tease the fact and they like, there's lore in the game about the brother. Um, and that people are assuming that um, this is that. Interesting. And it's like a new map. It's like a new section. It's not like DLC on the uh, current map. So I don't give us interest. How, how are you feeling about, are you ready to jump back in the world of Elring? Honestly, I kind of am. And kind of honestly, man, it's like with what they did with the main game and stuff, the thought of what they'll put inside of this type of DLC, especially if it's like a new section involved in like some sort of main like boss or something like that or bosses inside of this main core area has me excited because this game in and of itself didn't even fucking need DLC because this thing is like such a well-rounded, rich content game. But uh, I'm not too sure in regards to about the story stuff, whether or not it pertains to like a sibling that we heard about in regards to the game's lore. But all I care about is the content's good. The map is great. The enemies are both messed up, but at the same time, kind of like nightmare fuel, you know, because that's essentially what a lot of these like grotesque monsters are nightmare fuel. Yeah. Oh, but I absolutely, you better believe that I want to play that. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Um, I'm excited for those people. Um, Luminous uh, Productions is now on uh, May 1st merging with Square Enix. So Luminous, yeah. they made the Forspoken game. Um, sounds like th- some of the stuff out there about, the, uh, about that studio was it was just kind of poorly run. Uh, so, not, and then sounds like maybe on top of that, Forspoken was. Maybe that did not meet the, the standards of what they expected, which is yeah fair. Uh, I would say I don't think anybody would, would be shocked by that news. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they're getting merged into them, and maybe it's one of those things where it's like yeah, the company was just kind of poorly. Like the studio was poorly kind of Ryan. Um, I mean, this was like that game. I guess from what I understood, like um. Like, like the story was rewritten a bunch of times. There was a lot of late changes in the last couple of years of development, and it was all over the place. There was just wasn't a like no one stuck to a vision. Uh, so maybe yeah, like just better to like hey, let's just cut our ties. Like this was the studio. Like this is the first game they were put out as a studio, but like basically this was the Final Fantasy 15 studio it was like broken off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Final Fantasy 15, 15 team was broken off to make like their own style games, and they were like. Hoping to put this game on the same pillar as like you know like other Final Fantasy games like Dragon Quest, and doesn't look like Forspoken is gonna hit anywhere near that. So, um, nope. Kind of a bummer because Forspoken could have been really cool and it just wasn't. So uh, doesn't sound like anybody's gonna laid off though. So that's that's awesome. That's good at least. I mean, awesome in the sense that like hey, usually when this happens people get laid off and it doesn't sound like that's gonna be the case. But last but not least, uh, Metroid Fusion Gables. Coming March 9th. Uh-huh. I know. Pretty much excited about that. Yeah. Metroid Fusion is an amazing game. This came around the same time as Metroid Prime originally on the GameCube. Same day. But uh, it was the same day, yes. Hard to believe that years ago, like over 20 years ago, that we had two Metroid games released on the same day. One for the Game Boy Advance and one for the GameCube. And both could actually be interconnected with one another. Because what's funny about that is that little game boy advanced link cable and stuff like that stupid that thing. was also had a use 
with Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion to where you can actually unlock the various like suits yep. in between like from Fusion to Prime and so Samus in game will wear the Fusion suit from Metroid Fusion. <laughs> yeah. But uh pretty crazy. Um someone points out though. There are 155 Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance games on the 3DS uh-huh. right now that you can play. Yep. In about a month about 130 of those will be unplayable because only 24 of them will be on the NOS. So, absolutely, yeah, so. that's another kick in the pants. Yeah. So very sad, very sad. And that's not including the uh, the people that like you that bought the 3DS at launch early. They got the 20 games that never came out officially. So, absolutely, yeah. Um, but Gables, let's move on to what we... the ambassador games. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, ambassador games. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't think of what they're called. Yeah, let's just move on what we've been playing. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first with this one, Tyler. Okay. So I've been playing one game, Gables, this week. Uh, I've been I touched upon it at the beginning of the podcast. Talked about last week. I played the demo, Gables. Yeah. I've talked about. You've been listening for a long time. You know, I am not a Souls guy, um, at all. True. Uh, but I respect those games. I will never seriously uh, say they're they're bad games. You'll never hear me like I'll make jokes about them. Gables has heard me make plenty of jokes right. about the rings. Over, over the last yes. year. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I respect those games. I want to like those games. I just like, I love the style of them. Um, I love, you know, I love the gameplay of them. I love the loop of them. They always, they always look cool to me. Um, Elden yeah. Ring, like the, for me, the Dark Souls games and like Bloodborne, like I don't, the visual style is just not for me. It's not my style. That like it was HP Lovecraft is like the, like that stuff doesn't work for me. Uh, Elden Ring though, I love the look of that game and I want to get into it, but it was very, overwhelming i would say for me uh the open world aspect was just kind of kind of overwhelm me a little a little too much for kind of being a newbie to that world um which understandable because the Elden ring is overwhelming when you first start to play it because there's so much things to look at and to explore yeah uh even though yeah but like i like respect the hell of that game don't i'm not even i mentioned last year when we talked about you know god of war ragnarok that was my game of the year but i said going to the game awards it's going to lose Elder Ring. I, I know that. I'm not mad about it. I knew it was going to happen. And it's like, you can't can't argue it. It's like, that's probably the, that's one of the greatest games of all time. Um, but uh, Wolong, I played the demo of it. Um, they put a demo out yeah. last week. And I was like, oh, I'll just download it, check it out. It's coming to Game Pass, whatever, give it, give it a shot. And uh, they, they did a probably, I would say they did a bad job of explaining the fact that like, they said like parts of the game carry over to the like the main game. It's like, oh, I'll just yeah. I'll check it out then, especially then because of that. Uh, actually, the whatever you do in the main game, the, the demo just carries over to the main game. Uh, you can play the first huh. two like level areas of the game. Um, it's an open world. It's not even like um, it's not like a big map or anything like that. Like each area is like it's just like a different area you can, you can explore into. Um, yes, they're not huge, but there's a decent amount of content in each area. Um, so I was I was talking to you. Um, I talked about last week where. I played through the first area and I fought the uh, the first boss. I played like 15 times. Finally got yeah. this. I, I finally beat him and then I learned it was the second phase and like fuck destroyed me. Can never get there again. Um, and then I went back and I grinded for like three hours and I like got way love over leveled and all that and I, was like, I just kept doing the same loop where we were killing all these guys and then went in fucking just re- I beat him without taking a single shot. Just wrecked him, killed him. Yeah. Um, then there's like a second area I went through there. Um, really good. Beat the beat. So I beat the whole demo. I thought I did yeah. it on Sunday. 
And then on Wednesday, I was off work. And I was like, I just want to play a little long. That's all I've been thinking about all week. It's like I really like <laughs> – I love the way the game plays. Because um, a lot of people are comparing it more to Sekiro where it's, you know, because obviously, you know, it's like you're – I think it takes place in China. Um, yeah. And like, uh, and like the, you know, 184 AD. Um, and, uh, you know, it's – more like fast paced, more like you got swords and uh, stuff like that, more samurai base, I would say. More, and I like that style too, because like sometimes I think about like the Souls games and like Elden Ring, like it's more, it's more slow, it's slower, I would say. Um, this is more like, little, little, it's a lot faster. Um, and like it definitely gives me the feel of like Strangers of Paradise, even though like I know Strangers of Paradise gets kind of a bad rap. I know I always argue that the gameplay was that, that game was actually really good because it was basically right. just Souls like, but it wasn't as challenging. And this is kind of the same thing, but it's challenging. Um, but uh, I beat the demo on Sunday, and then I went back and I was like, I just want to play Will Long. I went back and I beat the demo again, Gables. Um, yes, I had such a great time. And then the, finally, the game came out full release uh, on Friday. I'm now about 14 hours in at this point. Uh, I played a fuck ton last night, played a fuck ton today. Um, and I obviously I put 14 hours into it. I just love this game, it's so good. Uh, it's crazy to think that like, uh, you know, I've never been in person that's got any style games. Like I'm definitely, I'm not, I've talked about, I am not the guy that likes to like, just run my head, like just run into that wall over and over again. And like just to get good mentality kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get me wrong. I have yelled at my television more in the last 24 hours than I have in several years <laughs> out of pure frustration, <laughs> like fucking do something. <laughs> Uh, but, um, I've had a great time with it. Like it does help. They like, it's a little less punishing or so like if you die, I'm, I'm going to use mostly like souls terms that I know. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, they have, like chi, which is like souls. Um, if you die, you only lose half your souls instead of like the full amount, which is great. Um, same thing though. Right. If you beat the guy, you get them, get them back. Um, I would say the one issue though I have is like, it's, there's, they do a really poor job of explaining things. And also like, there are a lot of things to learn. So like part of the problem with me with mm-hmm. like, uh, for me, when I was playing the game, I talked about that demo, like I kept fighting that first boss and everybody's saying this, that first boss is incredibly hard. He's like really hard. And then like everything else after that is so much easier. Uh, like I, I've, right. I've beaten, I think like six or seven main areas since then. And then there's like side missions you could do. And I think I've done four or five of those and I've only died yeah. to one boss since then. Uh, oh, that's not that yeah. bad. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I've died more than that in the open areas, but like that in like, as far as boss fights go, like I've died more to that one boss. Than I did the, I've probably have the entire game combined since then. Um, so there's just, like I said, there's a lot of systems here and there's like, so one of the things is like, there's like the, uh, morale system. Um, mm-hmm. so in the game, like above your health bar, there's a number and above the enemy's health bar, there's also another number and that's the morale system. And honestly, the morale system is more important than your level. Cause I'm going into like some of these fights. Like I'm literally like 20 levels over leveled right mm-hmm. now. Like I'm like, my character is like, I think 47. And I'm like on the mission I'm on right now. They recommend 20, 29, I think. Um, and like, it's still challenging because there's this other system called the morale system where above your your health bar, like I said, there's that number there, and you start with, like, say, five. And then you can see other enemies. Right. And, like, 
you want to be about the same level, if not higher, than when you fight them, because the 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 higher level you are morale system wise, the more damage you do and the less damage you take from them. And if you're under leveled, the more damage like you know, so it's just it's kinda of like the, it's like honestly, like I said, it's more it's almost like a leveling system, but it's more important than the actual leveling system that's in the game. Obviously it helps to right. like, I have better gear, I have better I do more I have higher attack, higher HP, all that fun stuff. Um but like when you the morale system, like you start the you start the area, you start with zero. Um, and there are like basically their version of bonfires you can find at the, the levels, and it will tell you how many there are in each level. And every time you find it, it will raise the floor. So if you die, you go back to whatever the minimum the floor is. So you can you can right. get the floor up to twenty, but the the max max for like the morale system is twenty five. Um, yep. So like I'll every time I go into a boss fight, I try to be at twenty five. Uh, but if you like I said, if you die. It goes back down to wherever the minimum is. And I've seen people like I was watching the Twitch streams earlier, and like that's thing like it's up with that first boss fight. Like I didn't know, I didn't understand it, because I, I would die, put me right back at the last little flag area, the bonfire, or whatever. I just go right back and fight that guy. But every time you die to a person, it raises their morale system, it, it raises the morale level, so they get harder, and like you got you're right back at the floor. So then you gotta like go. The only way to get back up is by fighting, defeating more enemies. And so there's that to it. And I've seen that a lot of people and they do, the problem is they do a really bad job of explaining that. And I didn't get that. So I watched, I was like over the course of the last week, I've been watching like YouTube videos explain like for beginners like me, because like these games can be punishing. It's like, I don't want to waste precious resources and a lot of frustration and time trying to learn this stuff where like, you know, like just teach me what I need to know. And like, they like that's kind of been the consensus is this game has done a bad job of like, explaining some of these processes um like i said the, the chi like that's the generic thing but except the, it's like the souls you die you only lose half if you kill them you kill the person that killed you you get them back you die again though you lose them all um yeah so uh, but if like you go into a boss fight and you lose in that boss fight but if you go back you don't pick up you can't just go back and pick them up though like you have to defeat the enemy but if you right. die in a boss fight if you go back and fight that boss again you just get them right back that, that chi that's true. Which is great. Um, but your morale system does not come back. So that sucks. Um, also, there's like the virtue system, which is like the virtue is like the virtues are like the different things you can level up. Um, so like you have a wood virtue, fire, earth, metal, water, spirits. There's like there's a what? Six? Six. Um, or no, five. Five? Six. Six? Yeah, there's five. 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 Jesus Christ. I can't read my own writing uh, that I typed out. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, so there are five different things you can level up. So you have like wood, which raises your HP. They're, they do more, but these are like the, the generic base things. Wood raises your HP by seven. Um, but also gives you like lightning. So you have spells. It gives you lightning spells you can do. And there's different status stuff you can do too. Fire uh, raises your attack level, but also it gives you fire spells. And there's like each one has skill trees that you can use uh, to unlock different uh, uh, magic uh, magic attacks. Uh, metal right. um, raises like it lowers the spirits needed. Well, that's another thing I didn't explain. Spirits, so it's like a stamina bar that um, everything you do requires spirits. So every time you dodge, attack, um, get hit, it raises your your spirit bar. Uh, and if it maxes right. out, if you get hit while it's maxed out, it stuns you and leaves you wide open for an attack. You can't do anything. Uh, but also, it works in your favor as well 
that if it same thing happens to the enemy, it leaves them wide open for like a major attack. You can do a shit ton of damage to like a boss or you pretty much like it's almost like a guaranteed one hit KO to another enemy. Um, right. So that will like lower. Um, so that will help like you know your spirits needed for like for spells. Also like poisons and uh, types. Uh, there is the earth um, one that will, will actually like raise how much weight you can carry, which weight means like how much like your armor has weight to it. And like, obviously the, the, the more weight you carry, the, the more, uh, higher defense you can, you can have on your, on your stuff. And if you, the more weight you carry, um, up to like your max you can wear, the more spirits it takes to do stuff. And also, um, slows down. If you, if you're overweight, you can't dodge at all. So it's kind of a balancing act in there as well. And then there is the the water virtue that um, raises your stealth, for, like sneaking up on people and also the ice spells. So um, for me, like I've been doing this build where like I use all my 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 spells are all like actual like more buffs. I don't use like like they have like fireballs, lightning attacks. I don't really use it for that. I carry one where like um, you can have allies in the game with you, like just um, um, just computers, NPCs. That will come with you. You can have two with you. Yeah. Um, and they come and they can help you. Uh, and you can they they get levels too. The more you work with them, if you max out level ten, you actually like you unlock all their gear, which is actually some of the rarest gear in the in the game. Um, I've done with oh. one of them so far. Um, but uh, the fuck was I saying? Well, so you unlock the gear and stuff like that. You've gone through and did all the various <laughs> arts or something yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, you have you have the gear for them. But, like, so, yeah, my, my, my spells. Um, one of them is, I, like, I do, like, as soon as I get into a boss fight, uh, I, I hit it. And you can, you can map four to you at a time. And um, when I one of them I do, like, it raises my HP as, as we do damage. So as you do damage, mm-hmm. it raises the HP of all, all of you, like, your, your, your people helping you and yourself. And then another one I use right away, it like raises my defense. So like all my stuff was like for like buffing me because I kind of feel like they're kind of useless. Like the, the, the attacks, like I know there's like, I was looking, there's more powerful ones later on. And there is that Pokemon system to it where like some enemies do are like water or fire type. Or they're like, you know, like fire is weak to water or electric is weak to ground. Something like they have that in the game, but like, I don't care about that. But I'm just overall... Like I said, there's a lot of systems in there. It can be overwhelming. Uh, that's kind of like a gist of it, but I would recommend like you try to get into this game, read, watch some videos, uh, just try to save yourself from frustration and time. Right. Like I said, I waste a lot of time in that first fight just because I didn't understand the morale system. Uh, and like I said, I, every time I go into a boss fight system, I try to be at like max level 25 or my morale at 25 to go in. And I've done that every single boss fight since. And... I've lost only one fight since then. And that was only one because like, I just like literally his first attack, he hit me. It was like literally two seconds of the boss fight hit me. I got stuck in the corner. Boom, boom, dead. <laughs> like that was it. <laughs> and then I went back, destroyed him the next time. So other than that, I haven't lost to a boss. Um, but uh, I'm just having a great time with it. Like it, it, it's, I don't know. It's like this, like I've been like, I've so badly wanted to like get into Souls games. I just haven't been able to. And this has been hidden for me. It really has. Like I like the style. I love the gameplay of it. The more fast-paced part of it. Um, I like the the strategies and just like going around like learning. Like the only thing I complain I really have is like every area introduces new enemies, but they still bring back old enemies from like prior areas. Right. 
So you you like all right. So I know the strategy. Okay, like I know how to defeat these enemies, or like I know how to like sneak around them, or I know like you just you obviously learn the techniques of them. Uh, but like yeah, like the boss fights are really good, and the stress level is like it's there, which I don't mind the stress. Obviously, the stress of games, but like the stress and anxiety the Souls games would give me, just kind of like killed the fun for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just the, the I, lo- I love the game. Like it's there's definitely like it. It's not like the most graphically pleasing game, but I've been playing on a Series S. Uh, the, but the the customization of the characters is great. I'm um, having a great time with like just fucking around with all the different systems. Um, the storyline, the story though, I don't ask me what's happening. I have no fucking clue. Uh, but yeah, like this game is just, I think it's fantastic. I, I love this game. Um, mm. uh, and I can't believe I say that. Like, this is a game I gave zero shits about. I confused it with the other. What's the uh, Unreal Five Engine game that that you drafted in our, our league? Oh, Wulong. No, the other one. Um, okay. Um. Oh, you mean like Black King? Wulong. Yeah, that one. I thought it was that for the whole. Then you were the one that actually explained to me that it's not actually. These are two different games. I thought they were just the same <laughs> fucking game. So like that's how oh, little no. much. That's how little I pay attention to this game. And now here I am. Uh. 15, 14 hours into it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Wolong is the Team Ninja yeah. game here yeah. that we're talking yep. about. Uh, I, the, I can't remember. Yeah, the other game, though, is like that's the big like showpiece Unreal Engine 5 game. Uh, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm having a, a fucking blast this game. Um, there's, like I said, there's a demo out, but if you have Game Pass, man, it's out there. Like, just check it yeah. out. The game is fucking awesome. Um, I did hear that there is some, like, issues with, like, um, difficulty spikes, for, like, randomly. In the game so i am trying to prepare myself for that but uh like i said i am like 20 levels over leveled so who knows how it's going to be once i get there but gables we've been playing oh yes well i did also play a little bit of blah of like uh long and stuff as well because i wanted to play through the demo i was playing through it on the ps5 on this one and yeah you know what i decided to spend my time playing it like the demo over the past couple of like days this week to where I wanted to get used to the system and wanted to try to try to figure things out a little bit more on my own. And I did watch like a video or two, just try to get a little bit of uh, things into perspective. But uh, I think the last time I left off of it, when I was explaining it to you was like, I went through, I initially was doing this grind spot and stuff to where I was, and uh, eventually I went and I climbed up upon like one of the huts and stuff. I saw that uh, tiger demon yep. and did stuff. The down and, spike. But it's, well, yeah, I did the down spike and stuff. And not only that, I took out the tiger and stuff, got my, <laughs> got my bit of like uh, souls or chi or something like that, that I initially lost when I would died to that thing. But uh, I managed to do a little bit more of adjustments. I started to equip some bit of the spells onto my character. That was something I didn't do previously. And how I had it structured is like I had the I had this one wood ability that would allow me to like reduce the damage that I take yep. for like a specific amount of time. That's, that's and one I used still. One. And then there was one like uh, water ability that I used that also do like some sort of like a, a buff or something to my character as well. So I went through all this entire area. I finally got to the first boss. Now, the first boss I knew from what you were talking about, okay, this guy is going to be pretty damn tough and stuff like that. And quite honestly, there were spots where this guy was pretty tough. 
but he was definitely predictable in some aspects too because I decided just to go into this battle. I already had a high morale rate, you know, from the grinding and stuff. I was already at level 20. I was already at 25 for morale. I was already like, uh, at this point, I think it was like a level 15. Yeah, okay. Now that I think about it. So I was at level 15. Apparently the level cap for the demo was yep. 20. So level 15, I went into it and stuff and, uh, you know, playing off against some stuff. I parried that main dragon, like dragon attack or something that he had there. Actually, the amount of things you could parry from this one boss and stuff like that, it was actually kind of interesting because I did not expect him to... I didn't expect certain attacks to be parryable when he went through and did that because he'll mix up a couple different chains of, like, attacks in order to try to confuse you or trying to get, like, a little leg up and stuff on you. But uh, I went through his first form rather quickly, and then once he started that cutscene and stuff like that went to the, that cutscene and stuff and then cut into his second form. Yeah. That's when things started to get a little bit more tough. I did have to use like a couple of like the, like uh, health consumables and stuff in terms of this battle, but all in all, I did beat the boss battle my first try and I did end up like, uh, oh God, I looked back at the footage of it. It was like about two minutes and 40 seconds. I think it took for that whole battle. Yeah. But uh, that's funny because it's like when you have when you like are testing things inside of like, say, Dark Souls style of games or just like Souls games in general and stuff, getting that good balance of what you want to go in a direction for your character. Like, for example, for this character that I was going forth, I had high marks inside of the fire and also high marks inside of like uh, Earth. And I think the there was another one, too. I think it was like lightning or something like that. So I wanted to try to get something a little bit more, like, uh, melee heavy. And on top of that, like, have a good amount of health and, like, a good solid, like, sustainability in terms of, like, uh, my spell regenerative, like, duration and stuff and this and that. But uh, honestly, yeah, I really did like what I played of it. But after I played through and completed that first section, I didn't go into, like, the second level stuff. I wanted just to stop it right there because I know for a fact that I really enjoyed what I had played for, uh, like, Wulong and stuff, and that I will continue on to play it when I do get a chance to play it. <laughs> but it's definitely a great game. After... It definitely feels like it's a great action All game. Right. Are you going to play it after you beat Hi-Fi Rush? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I say probably because it's like Hi-Fi Rush is an excellent game, too. That's the other game I had a chance to try out this past week. Love the gameplay style. I love the artwork. And especially when it came to like the level design in of itself, it's so smartly designed to where it doesn't really feel like you are lost inside of this game at certain points because you're always looking around your environment and it's pointing you inside the right direction. That's just the thing, though, that games in the past have done to where... If you design a level, but yet it's not as obvious to go forth and get to the next thing without having to literally have the game point out for you which way to go, then I don't think that's really great level design, personally. But for this game, this game feels different with that, because the custom, like the, uh, the whole aesthetics of the level design for going into this first initial factory and stuff to battle against that one lady and stuff, yeah... This feels pretty nice. It feels very condensed in regards to just the the main area itself. 
the gameplay in regards to how you get the timing based upon certain attacks. I love how smooth that is. I love how rhythmically precise you can be in order to try to get certain combos and stuff. But yeah, it's more like a music-based game merged into like a Devil May Cry and stuff, and it just feels right. It feels excellent. Like, everything about this game that I've experienced so far feels of high quality. It absolutely feels of high quality. So I understand why that there were game reviewers that gave this game like a 9 out of 10 or gave it like perfect scores or gave it like this, like that. I understand that. These, Yeah, this game is pretty damn good. As far as other game stuff, I did play Destiny 2 Lightfall. Some, I actually played through the first five steps out of 21 so far. So, so that was like maybe like an hour or two at most from last night. So far, the gameplay is actually pretty fun. The gameplay is fine. The story is meh so far. I've heard from other players that have played through the Lightfall campaign that the story is not great especially the character Nimbus, which more or less looks like a mix between some cheap-ass auto-tune dude mixed in with, like, some... <laughs> mixed in with some, like, uh, cringy, like, TikTok dancing thing, almost. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's basically... Basically, like, uh, characters like Nimbus inside this game, plus just that area of, like, Neptune itself, that Neomuna city, just feels like something out of like a science fiction movie but it just feels like out of a bad cheesy science fiction well movie it is ways. science fiction because goddamn neptune is a fucking gas planet <laughs> you're never gonna get over no the i'm not i'm, not, I'm pissed huh? i'm still pissed <laughs> they got nimbus it looks like the mother sounds like the motherfucker from fucking saints row 3 the autotune guy me you, you made me watch the video zemo uh, yeah you made me watch yep. the video of nimbus and that was the first thing I thought of. And then we went and watched like a 10 minute video of like best in, of Zemos uh, from Saints Row 3. And I'm like, fuck. Dude, I I, that. <laughs> and like I was and like I was telling you, man, it's like I whenever I see this character, whenever he talks and stuff like that, he's he looks like a discount fucking silver hawk. And he fucking talks like a piss poor rendition of like a superhero, you know, like a Marvel superhero. That's what it kind of reminds me of. I'm you could just literally... say a DC character. Oh, yeah. Just a <laughs> DC character or, or wherever the hell. I mean, huh, for God's sakes, I highly expect this dude to pop out just like pulling off a fucking giddy dance or something like that. We'll do posing some for TikTok. That's how I feel about this character. Cheap, annoying, not well thought out, and, well, nothing significant of like note. I understand he's supposed to be like a rookie character and all this other stuff. But it's highly distracting to where you have to literally find this thing called the Veil in order to try to save Earth and, like, that uh, Neomuna itself. But yet you have a dude that's literally, like, like pie in the sky, sort of, like, uh, super, like, like uh, annoying in terms of other stuff, you know. But the gameplay aspect of Lightfall so far has been pretty fun. The new ability, the Strand ability... It literally makes me feel like I'm Spider-Man with a fucking gun. Mm. <laughs> and, I'll sound, and I'll tell you why. It's because when you use Strand for the first time, you could you can connect on to like specific platforms or something like that. You can zip across the stage. You can actually hook on to enemies and swing around the enemies and stuff while shooting at them, which is kind of hilarious. 
because it kind of reminds me of, say, like a Bionic Commando sort of feel to where it's like you grab the enemy, right? And then you zip towards them, and then you can move around the enemy, like swing around them and shoot them in the process. It's just kind of, it's kind of interesting to experience that. But uh, other than those gameplay missions that I have experienced with Strand so far, I think one of the best portions about this expansion has been the quality of life stuff in terms of its modding system, in terms of like the the whole aspects of finally adding loadouts, saveable loadouts inside this game. I mean, before you literally had to go forth and literally spend a few hours in order to try to get your guardian exactly the way you wanted it, want your guardian to be. And this is without having to grind for specific mod chips in order to try to add on to your armor, this and that. In this expansion and the quality of life improvements that Bungie made, you can actually equip things from the get-go. You have all of these mods available from the get-go. So you can equip whatever you want for your specific armor stuff. But one of the biggest improvements they made for the armor slots things in general, they added in another like armor slot. Because the last slot in each of these pieces of armor were like more of an area of effect, more like a extra like accessory thing to switch on. Whereas now you can actually equip on three pieces of like mod stuff that you initially can only do two of. So it provides more options to go forth and customize your guardian and stuff. And I've been rather enjoying that aspect because my my guardian now feels much more cohesive in terms of its build. But, uh, yeah, so far, gameplay's been good. I've been loving the, like, the quality of life changes and stuff. It feels much more fluid, much more, like, uh, seamless in terms of changing what type of build I want to do for a given Guardian, whatever. But, yeah, so far, so good. That's about it for me for, like, gaming this well, week. But, yeah. Well, very cool, girls. I'm glad you're still liking it, though, overall. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's the biggest surprise. Because yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, hot trash from what I've been hearing from other players, what I've read on, like, watched on YouTube and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. But, yeah, happy surprise. Yeah, so that's good. Because, yeah, like I said, I've, I've heard middling things about it. So, that is good. Um, but, you know, all good things must come to, it, come to an end, much like this podcast. So, that will end it yeah. for this week. Uh, if you guys liked all that, please like, follow, subscribe. Look in the description down below, like I said, and uh, check us out, please. I really would appreciate if you did that for us. Um, but I was your host, I was Tyler. And I've been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And uh, hey, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet? Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>